Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Merry Christmas week. Merry Christmas week. Yay! All excited. Going to be a short week for the show. Yeah, we're going to do, uh, obviously, Monday, and then we'll see. We might do one more at the end of the week. But... Yeah, maybe we'll do one towards uh, maybe Friday. Maybe we'll do Monday. For... Maybe we'll bookend the week. We'll maybe. do Monday, Friday. We'll try. And then maybe we'll do one next week. Yeah. Then your birthday show. Yeah, and then we'll be back to then we'll be back to normal after that. We'll have all the special guests for your birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who do you have planned? I got them. I got them all lined up. Right. Big big slate of people. I, I bet you do. Yeah. All right. Um, Star Tours has some new destinations that they've added. What have they done over there? Um, thanks to Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, they are now going to the ocean moon of Kefbir or Kefbur, what you want to call it. And um, Lando is now involved in the ride. That's cool. So Billy D. Williams. So they've uh, got some new new sections that they've built in. Uh, you know, uh, Star Tours has always kind of been a random. You know, they've had all sorts of random ride locations and combinations that they can do. So this is just adding to it. Uh, right now, everybody's getting some of the same stuff because it's all new. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's just nice to see them mix things up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't go on that one because it makes me sick. But yeah. And I'm sure it's nice. Uh, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, it's doing well in the box office, I hear. It is. It led the American box office this week with $176 million, and it brought in $374 million globally. Uh, so that's pretty big. It is the third largest December debut of all time, behind The Force Awakens, which brought in $248 million, um, and Star Wars The Last Jedi, which brought in $220 million. So it is trailing behind Episode 7 and 8. Huh. Um, I think it was a stronger movie than yeah. Episode Eight, but um, time will tell. Yeah, I think it, in, especially now that it's been released right before the Christmas season, I think that they're going to have a lot of um, people going over the Christmas break to go see it. Mm-hmm. So that'll probably up their numbers. Uh, we saw it on Saturday night. Yes, we did. I thought it was good. It was very. It was. It was good. It was a fitting ending to the trilogy of trilogies. Yeah, I liked that. Um, it was you know some. It was the new characters that we've come to know and, you know, brought back a lot of the older characters, and it, it did definitely tie things together. So, I enjoyed yes. it. So, uh, also, in terms of movie openings, this is the third highest movie opening of the year for Disney. Uh, Endgame did $357 million the first weekend, and Lion King did $191 million. $192 million the first weekend. So, huh. it, still behind those movies. Um, the Lion King wasn't very good. Uh, agreed. Um, so Disney so far has done over $12 billion in global sales when you include what they've taken over from Fox. It's been a good year for them. Um, Rise of Skywalker in general, even though we give it good reviews, reviews have been mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the first movie from CinemaScore to get a B plus. Um, it is the first movie from Lucasfilm and Disney to not earn either an A or A- minus huh. from CinemaScore. I don't know. I feel like these critics don't know what they're talking about no. a lot of the time, though. No, I, I think critics overanalyze, but that's their job, and that's what they get paid for. Yep. You know, sometimes the crappiest movies... They're the best you know, ones. They're the are, ones you remember. Are, right. They're the ones that, you know... And I'm not saying the Star Wars. The, no. The episode 9 was crappy. No. I'm just, you know, opinions... You know, you know the old work, uh, the phrase about opinions. You know, everyone has one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Um, at Disneyland, uh, Todrick Hall is putting together some songs for the new parade. He is. The new parade, Magic Happens, debuts February 28th in Disney uh, Disneyland Park. It's going to feature um, 
uh, characters from Frozen 2, Moana, Coco, Sleeping Beauty, uh, and, you know, obviously Mickey Mouse leading the parade. I do not know what Todrick Hall has done. I could not tell you any one of his songs, but it apparently is a big deal that uh, Mr. Todrick Hall, singer-songwriter Todrick Hall, is composing some of the music. Okay. Um, at Walt Disney World in Tom, on Tom Sawyer Island, they are going to open Aunt Polly's from now until January 1st. It is a seasonal um, eatery that is uh, um, going to be open for a while. So yeah. what do, do you know uh, what sort of timing they do, what kind of stuff they serve? I do. It's American Fair. It is a quick service location. Um, as Cheryl mentioned, they are seasonal. Uh, right now they are offering three main courses. They are Becky's Buttery Biscuit Barbecue Sliders with house-made Cajun chips peanut butter and raspberry preserve sandwich, or a peanut butter, Nutella, and banana sandwich. And then they also offer soft pretzel sticks as a snack with the Mississippi mud brownie dessert. They offer Bark's root beer float with vanilla ice cream, Odwalla lemonade, and sweet tea slush, or the sweet tea slushy by itself. Um, it's only open from lunch. I believe the hours are 11 to 4, maybe 3. I'm, I'm not sure. It's not really posting here. Um, have okay. you ever been to Aunt Polly's? I haven't. I don't even know where it is. Oh. I, I mean, we've only been over to Tom Sawyer Island like once or twice. Right. It's not. It's a it's a cute little building. You, you see it when you're on the uh, the riverboat. But um, yeah, it's you know one of those seasonal attractions, and the crowds are going to be heavy, so it's open now. All right. So I looked up Todrick Hall, and um, yeah, what do you think? I feel like most of his songs are for a house party. Dem Beats. I, I, I've never heard of that one. House Party, um, Forbidden. These are like all the movies. that It sounds like he does um, music for movies. House Party Part 1, Forbidden, The Wizard of Oz, uh, Straight Outta... Where? Straight Outta where? Straight Outta Oz. I think those uh, are album titles. I don't see if you go... Do you? I don't know. Uh, movies no he's idea. been uh, in, no Behind idea. the Curtain. I don't know. It says he's been on American Idol or part of it. I don't know. So I don't know who this guy is, but, you know, I guess we're all supposed to be impressed. Yeah. I tried to look it up, and I thought that it was going to be, like, kind of uh, clear-cut. Like, oh, this is why we're interested. Yep. It wasn't. No. Okay. Um, Run Disney. They do quite a few um, uh, races. Yes. Yeah. And they usually have merchandise that goes along with those races. Now they're going to have merchandise that is just general run Disney merchandise. Correct. So when is that coming? What is it going to look like? That is coming coming in 2020. No specific date uh, set. Uh, they are debuting their new slogan, which, as Cheryl mentioned, it is a generic. Um, you know, it's going to be offered all the time, not just on marathon weekends. And it is a connect a collection that celebrates the fact that every mile is magic. So lace up those shoes and get running. There you go. Yeah, and they're they're kind of cute. They're all run-inspired. They've got leggings and, uh, well, leggings and shirts and jackets, and they also have magnets, drinkware pins, hats, and more. It's kind of nice because if you run a lot of these, you know, it's, if you buy, like, the leggings, you can wear them to multiple races. You might want to buy the T-shirt that goes with each one. Right. But it's kind of nice to be able to wear your same leggings every time or your hat or whatever. Yes. And so. this merchandise will premiere at the 2020 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, which takes place starting January 8th. All right. So that's when it's going to be out then, there I guess. There you go. Um, and then there was a lawsuit between Disney and Michael Jackson, and that has recently been settled. What was that all about? So 
In 2018, there was an ABC television special entitled The Last Days of Michael Jackson. And the Jackson estate sued Disney for copyright infringement because Disney played portions of over 30 songs that belonged to the uh, estate. And they never asked for permission to use the uh, clips. Um, so Disney said they used it under the fair use doctrine. It went to... Uh, um, it, it would have gone to trial, but they have reached an amicable agreement outside of the court, uh, confidential settlement, which means some money was probably, well, a lot of money was probably yeah. exchanged uh, as of December 18th. So good for them not having to drag each other through the mud. Good. Um, a Disney cruise discount. Well, I don't know. It's not really a discount. No. But, um, well, then what is it? So Disney Cruise Line has announced that for... Cruises that are four night and long, uh, four nights or longer, um, beginning for sale dates June twentieth of twenty twenty through May thirty first of twenty twenty one, they are only requiring a fifty percent uh, deposit of the you know what the original deposit would be. Usually, you pay twenty percent of the cruise fee, mm-hmm. uh, so now it's fifty percent of that. So it's not really a discount because you're still going to have to pay that money. Right. Um, it's just that you have to shell out less initially. Up front. And, and the thing about it is, if you have a certain um, stateroom that you like, uh, or a popular sailing that you'd like to be on, there's only so many um, spots for those, and the prices go up. So I think this is a good opportunity to you know, book your spot and not feel locked in and not have a ton of money tied up in it. Right. So if you're not really sure what you want to do for that break that you have coming up during those dates, um, you know, maybe you... Go ahead and put the deposit down, choose the room, and, you know, you have not tied up a ton of money in that. And, you know, if you change your mind, obviously you get back your uh, deposit as long as you're within your, your before your pay in full date. Correct. Yeah. So this deal is available between now and February 14th of 2020. So contact your travel agent. You happen to be listening to one right now if yeah. you're interested. You should contact reach out this to me. travel agent. Yeah. Uh, because Cheryl and I are Platinum uh, Castaway Club members. We've been on more than 10 Disney cruises. Kind of know the cruises uh, pretty well. Yeah. Ins and outs of cruising. Absolutely. But this is, you know, Disney will occasionally offer this. They are few and far between. And, you know, like Cheryl said, it's not a discount. It is just a a a discount on the deposit. Yeah. Less upfront. Correct. Okay. Um, in Epcot, they had closed the Starbucks location for all of the construction that they're doing, and they're supposed to be putting up a temporary location. Um, that's going to be opening at the Gateway to the World Showcase. It's going to be called Traveler's Cafe. Um, it was supposed to be opening soon, but that opening has been delayed, so you will have to get your lattes elsewhere. That's right. It's uh, right next to the old, re- well, not the old, it's still the refreshment port. It looks like, you know, as you're heading towards uh, Canada, when you go to the uh, World Showcase, um, the very stylish building kind of has that that new rustic Starbucks look. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of wood. A lot of wood. And wood it's, and steel. It, this is only going to be a walk-up location. There's no interior, so it's a it's a small, small building. Um, so hopefully the, the queue, the, the line does not interrupt the, uh, you know, walking patterns around there. Yeah, I don't know. People like their Starbucks, so. Yeah, that they do. Okay, um, over at Hollywood Studios in uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, there are two new lightsabers available at Sabi's Workshop. They are. What are they? They're themed, right? They are themed uh, lightsabers. They are the Ben Solo lightsaber and the uh, Skywalker Legacy lightsaber. Um, 
the Ben Skywalker lightsaber retails for $139 and the Skywalker Legacy for $129. Nice. All right. Um, also coming along is the new McDonald's that they're putting up. Um, it's pretty well underway. It's starting to really take shape. You can see sort of what it's going to look like. That's right. The uh, old McDonald's, for those of you who are familiar with old the Old McDonald's property. farm? Yeah. Yeah. Not very funny. <laughs> I know. Uh, the old McDonald's was located over by the All-Star uh, Resorts. Um, and this one is on the same, same footprint. We heard the old one was going to be closed for refurbishment. And refurbishment meant actually knocking down. So now it looks like most of the steel work is up. They've started work on the kitchens and uh, the steel work for the seating area is up as well. So it'll only be another couple of months before the only McDonald's on property is back up and running. Lovely. Okay. Um, the Regal Eagle. We're all very excited that that is coming to Epcot in the America Pavilion. And now the seating area and entrance has been revealed. The restaurant is not ready yet, but um, you can see where you're going to get to sit outdoors and what the entrance is going to look like. So It's a very nice brick seating area. Uh, at least the entrance is brick with wood tables. Um, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse Crafts, Drafts, and Barbecue, which is the full name. That's a mouthful. Uh, it's a quick service restaurant that's going to celebrate regional barbecue and craft beers from across the United States. Very nice. Um, backgrounds for the Inside Out character meet and greet have been installed. That's in Epcot, correct? That is. Okay. So they're there and that's coming along. So had you, does, do we have a date on when that's supposed to be ready for It is just uh, early 2020 is what they're saying. Um, Mickey is going to be right next door inside the... Um, Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival building. Uh, so this is over in the Imagination Pavilion. And uh, the backdrop that is visible right now looks like Imagination Land, which was part of the um, was part of the uh, Imagination Land theme park that Joy visited in the movie Inside Out. So that's where the, the backdrop is reminiscent of or represents some of that. Okay. Stuff from the movie. So... Uh, coming along, be nice to get those characters back into a home. Yeah. Um, we've been talking a lot about the entrance area of the Magic Kingdom. A new security checkpoint has now been opened. It's ready to go. How's it look? It looks nice. It's a new covered security area. No more uh, tents and, and temporary stuff. Uh, what's really funny is they've, they've invested all this time and effort into building the new security stands. Right now, there's still temporary tables in there for the bag checks and whatnot. Uh, but the funny thing is, is as you look at the pictures of it, the old walk around the world, uh, walk around the world bricks are underneath the area. So they've opened up these new security checkpoints, and then at some point they're going to have to close them because we all know they're ripping up the right. the old bricks. Yep. Um, so you, you would have thought they would have done that. Well, at the same time. I'm, I'm wondering if the fact that it's near the holidays, they maybe just wanted to get the thing open, um, push people through for the holidays, and then when, right after the holidays, when you have a slow season, maybe they'll you know go back to the temporary checkpoint. And, and this uh, is uh, this is the checkpoint that's going to be utilized by guests coming in via the buses. Okay. So there are going to be multiple security checkpoints mm -hmm. uh, by boat, by bus, and by monorail. Um, so. Uh, actually, the monorail people are getting checked bag checked at the TTC. At the TTC. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in Disney World at the Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder Mountain is going to be closed for refurb for a couple of weeks in May. 
What are those dates? Those dates are May 4th through May 21st of 2020, so we'll be open in time for Memorial Day, as well as the summer. Uh, Just expected to be routine maintenance and nothing major being done on the ride. Um, But as always, that is subject to change should something happen or if they find something they need to fix. All right, so that's just a small closure in Disney World, but at Disneyland, it sounds like they're closing just about everything. Yeah, there's a lot closing, and that's beginning in January. Uh, So January 7th, um, a whole bunch of things are going to close, including a small world, it's a small world holiday, hyperspace mountain, the Mark Twain riverboat, and uh, Snow White's scary adventures. Um, the small world holiday and hyperspace mountain are are just being closed in order for them to take down the holiday overlays that they do. Now, the Hyperspace Mountain, is that a holiday overlay or a Star Wars overlay? It's a Star Wars overlay. Or is it a Star Wars holiday overlay? It's a Star Wars overlay. Okay. So that's coming down. That's coming down. Um, The Mark Twain Riverboat, I think that's just going to be down for regular maintenance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Snow White Scary Adventures is expected to be closed through about the end of May. Uh, That's supposed to undergo some major refurbishment. Right. And then later on this month, on January 21st. Next month. Next month, sorry. Next year. Yeah, I know. Uh, January 21st, the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland will be closed for a short period. And that is also so they can get rid of their holiday overlay and get it back to the regular Haunted Mansion that we all know and love. I mean, I guess that's the downside to these holiday overlays. I'd like to get out to Disneyland sometime in the next couple of years and to do the all the holiday overlay stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to get there probably for Halloween time. Well, I don't know. I guess between Halloween yeah. and Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, to see all that. But, yeah, if you have a trip planned sometime in January, it's not pretty. Right. It takes, two or, it takes two or three weeks to get the, the hot. That's, and I mean, they that's close how it for a while when they're putting it up, too. Right. That's, so. that's what I'm saying. Is on either side, yeah, you you've got a good two or three week window. Time. All right. And then lastly, this is a fun story. At Disneyland Paris, um, they still have the studio tram tour that we used to have in um, Hollywood Studios by us. And they're going to convert that to a different attraction. What's it going to be? It's going to be called the Road 66, uh, Route 66 Road Trip. Uh, it's going to be a cars-based attraction, and you're going to join Lightning McQueen and Mater for a fun-filled family road trip where you'll discover the natural and mechanical wonders along the legendary Route 66. Sounds so cute. It does. I love it. Uh, no details on what that's going to uh, include yet. Well, when we go to Disneyland Paris, I'm really going to enjoy it. Oui, oui. <laughs> All right, so that's all we have. We might be back later this week, but we might not. Just wanted to take an opportunity to thank you for listening and wish you and your families a very Merry Christmas. Until next time, we don't know when that is. I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.